Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Guys, can I just say that um, I didn't think that um, it could get any grimmer than recording a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in my car. But I just discovered that I'm sitting on a Cruscuit. So, (laughs) friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in, you're still a dragon friend. A fucking dragon friend. Strange gods and monsters seem to haunt the ruined tenements of this third age of order. Legends of the dragon friends run deep here and it seems that cults and religions have sprung up in your likenesses, racked by schism, doubt and existential anxiety. It does, however, have its perks and you have found food, succor and comfort at the Basilica of Beauty and Sadness, a monumental shrine to the purity of Baston in Drirovich. Now... The abbess here, Nine Sister Mysonia, has told you that the four faiths are wracked in conflict, but ultimately under the thumb of a force known only as the Controller, who rules on high in an inverted floating pyramid called Never. This has to be Cassus, now ruler of Netheril, the one true empire that rose and never fell. Under his immortal rule, the people suffer terribly. This, however, is not of course, your problem. Far more pressing is the fact that without access to another lodestone, you are trapped here with them and with him, and you have yet to locate one thus far. My Sonia has left you alone to meditate and prepare for tonight's great sermon. All of you are rested, all of you are back at full hit points, and if Ooh, you want, yeah, you are now free to head back into town, if you want. So what time of day is it, Dave? Is it it's the, the it's about yeah three p.m. The sermon isn't for another four hours. Mm, okay, all right. Boy, my big debut instead in front of my congregation. Yeah, you what felt a little gonna... tongue-tied back there. Yeah, I'm gonna. I better. I mean, this is what. What would you want a god to say to you? I'd want a god. That everything to... I'm doing is right. Yeah, I'd want a god to call me a good boy. All right, so I'll just kind of just say, good job, everyone. Well, I guess I'd only want that if I was being a good boy. If I was being a bad boy, I'd want God to tell me I'm a bad boy. <laughs> All right, so I'll kind of come out and be like, all of you who have done a good job, good, and those who have done otherwise, I'm very upset yes, with you. Yes, that'd be pretty good. I'd like to do some questions, as like a Q&A as well, with, with, with like a creator or something. That'd be nice. All right. Could you curate that, <laughs> Frieza? Yeah, I mean, we could we could run through some now if you like, Baston. Okay, let's do a rehearsal. Sure. Um, All right. Uh, I've got a question so, here. Sorry, with, is, Frieza, is, from... is Frieza like the sort of Annabelle Crab at the Sydney Writers' Festival <laughs> <laughs> with a deity? Like, She's... is that... I guess so, yeah. I thought that this was in the room, but I, I'm going to say that, they, that they're in, like, some kind of small side chapel now. This has got real kind of debate camp vibes to it. Yeah. Uh, this question comes from Elias um, from the Murder Bluffs. And Elias okay. says... Uh, Bast- Hello, Elias. Uh, yeah. And Elias says, um, Baston, 
Why is there suffering in the world? <laughs> Yay. Uh, verily... Uh, sorry, sorry there's a part two of the question. Why is there okay. suffering in the world, part two, and why do good things happen to bad people? Ooh. Uh, uh, next question? <laughs> I, 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 I just don't think that's... Who's next? Look, Baston, I just don't think that that's going to be a... Um, I just don't think that that's going to be a fulfilling answer for the people asking the questions, you know? Uh, me got a question. Uh, uh, yes, you. What what happens Filch. when we die? <laughs> well, I good. I know this one. You go to heaven and it is great. <laughs> I killed oh, a man I've... for no reason. Just wanted to see the colour of his blood. <laughs> okay. But well, I'm going to heaven? Uh... Uh, um, oh boy! Uh, oh, this is awesome! I'm gonna uh, kill someone wait, else. Wait, 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 wait! Uh, There's no consequence. That's when I got a question for you. Oh, Bobby has a question, okay, and I you. guess Bobby is the only one of us who has probably died. So, Bobby, um, I imagine your question will be very insightful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, here's my question: um, Where do you get your ideas? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Okay, maybe we should okay, just well, take a walk. Okay. While Beston uh, we'll is, while is suffering a clear anxiety crisis, um, actually, Frizo, can you very quickly for me make a perception check? I can. I rolled a... What's that? It's a 12 plus my perception. Uh, so, 13. 13. You rolled a 1. Oh, no, I rolled a 12 plus 1 is 13. <laughs> yeah, so you rolled a 1. <laughs> no, he rolled a 12. No. I roll the oh, I understand. I understand what's happening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. It's called Dungeons and Dragons. Dave. <laughs> what I did was I rolled. Sorry. Sorry. Let's just reset for a second. I rolled what's known as a d20. It's a 20 sided oh, dice. I, what I rolled on it was the number 12. That means I get sort of. That means I take that number, which is 12, and what I add to it is my perceptions. Sorry. I will I not be schooled on D and D by this man. Now perception is based on the wisdom track. Okay. Fucking so hell. To, if you go to your character, Dave, I know as the DM you don't have a character. Sheet, but I, you know, yeah, if you go to your character, I'm furious. If you go I to am... character sheet, underneath there's like there's, there's like modifiers and something you're proficient in, some others you aren't. I'm not proficient in um, in perception. It's just based on wisdom, so it's plus one, twelve plus one. Do the simple maths. It is thirteen. Okay, days. thirteen is shit. So you. How is 13 shit? It's a pass. It's not a pass. It's, it's a pass. It's, I, I choose the DCs. It's not a pass. <laughs> 13, 10 is like an idiot level one peasant. You got 13. I reckon it was probably a pass about 35 seconds ago, if we're fair. It's funny how that works, isn't it? It's funny how that works. No, so you don't know what has happened, but while Baston is visibly wilting at the pulpit, you uh, nervously put your hands in your belt and surprise yourself by pulling out a piece of paper that someone has planted on you. You didn't s- out of my belt. Yeah, someone has tucked a piece of paper inside your belt, but you didn't see it happen. All right. I, uh, does it have anything written on it, Dave? It does. Yes. Yes. You having a little look? Showing it to everyone? Uh, yeah, I'll have a little look. Yeah, what language is it in? It's written in common. You showing it to everyone? Uh, I'll read it myself first. Okay. It's um. It's has a simple sigil of a of a face with um. Uh, in a wireframe frame glasses and a kind of eldritch symbol underneath it and a strange wand behind it. And underneath it, it says, Brother, we meet tonight again by the Wolfen Catacomb. And then there is a red X symbol. And that's all it okay. says on it. 
Um, I look up to the crew and I just I look around to see if anyone else is around. Is anyone else around, Dave? Um, just the others, but they're all paying attention to Baston, so nobody's noticed yet. Okay, I just I'll, I'll just quickly say that I'll, I'll quickly just only tell the other dragon friends in like a sort of a dragon huddle. Oh yeah, no, it's I'm just like, you. The cardinals all left. Oh cool. I'll, I'll explain to everyone then that I think I've been contacted by the uh, uh, the uh, free, uh, freeze officers, the freezer freezer mites. Mites. and uh, I'm yeah. I'm like, do you think I should, guys? I th- I think my secret religion has um contacted me. Do you think I should go? What do you guys think? <laughs> What would Frizo do? Well, I'm Frizo, and I'm, he's asking his friends. That doesn't sound like well, if Frizo. I was Frizo at all, no. <laughs> well, I just, I, I just, do we need like Baston? Would you be upset if I missed your big speech tonight? I mean, I'm gonna say no, but the answer is <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, well, no, Baston, I'll um. I'll come to your big speech tonight. I won't go to my religion, um, but I just want you to know I'm doing this for you, and I and I want you to never forget what I've done for you. All right. How you make nice things well, sound like threat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Freezer. Uh, well, can't we? Let's do both. I love a clandestine under underground oh, meeting. That's all right. And we'll look, just go to your guy. Yeah, I've we been, don't want to miss your big thinking... your big speech. But look, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say. And look, I think it's got to be a message of hope, of, of re, reintegration. You know, from what I understand, th- this, th- you know, th- th- all of our friendships have been splintered. Mm-hmm. You know, but we're together. Why shouldn't all our, you know, religions be together in like a big religious orgy of love, you know? Are you suggesting we start a new religion? now with us about orgies no but I feel like together our religions it would be more about oh boy oh I'm freaking out guys <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this up for sure oh god the reality is guys oh. the, the religions no longer belong to us okay they were started a thousand years ago in our honour but in that time they've been taken on by the people who um, who run them, and that's not us. And we can try and reclaim them now, or we can leave these people to live their own lives. And we need, and and, and we can focus on what we need to do, which is go back by the lodestones and ruin this empire. This is incredibly mature um, of you, I've got to say, Fraser. This is. I just realised that if we all split and go to our different religions, we're not going to achieve the um, the thing that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as long as we know that you have some ulterior motive, that makes me feel in a weird, fucked up way more confident. <laughs> well, you have a few hours before Baston's big sermon, sermon, as I said. There's about three or four hours. So if you want, you can head back into the city. There was a couple of things that I think you had noticed. Obviously, you went to that bar. There was the, um, the there was an academic building that you'd seen before there's the big thing in the sky there was the woman the freezer might at the sunglasses hut you've got a couple of options or you can just go for a little stroll do whatever you want have a picnic okay, you know what i'm gonna go back to i'm gonna go to the freezer mites i'm gonna go i'm gonna go meet up with the freezer mites i could do that now before that's on speech right Dave? yeah yeah there's time yeah all right let's, let's, let's go to that now then let's go check I'm out the freezer mites you want us to come at the wolf yeah you guys come catacombs. come along why not if you want to Okay, so so as I said, it just it's just a name at the moment. So how are you going to find it? 
Um, what does it say again, Dave? It said, it by says, the wolf in catacombs, and then there was a drawing of a quite intricate okay, X. so I might go ask one of the clerics where I, where the wolf in catacombs are. Okay, great. Um, you see Nine Sister Mysonia, who's making a lot of preparations for a huge impromptu mass. You can go approach her if you want. Ah, sister, how are you there? Ah, very well. What do you got there? Yes, what do you think? Purple or yellow? Purple or yellow? Purple or yellow? And she's holding up um, two flowers, and she's sort of arranging Gosh, them. verily. That's how she's doing that, the abbess. Yeah, well, it's a big, it's a big do, <laughs> and she's a micromanager. You know what I mean? There are people around okay. her going, abbess, you got to plan the mass, and she's, she's, it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect for him. I guess that's fair. Aesthetics do matter a lot in the yes. to the bastonets. Um, I, I would go with the purple. The purple looks nice. Yellow, it is. <laughs> We have something in our, um, we have a saying in our religion, which is when a sub six says, do the opposite. <laughs> um, sub wow. six. Six brother Bedford nods uh, very smugly for a man who is really just at the cutoff point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know where, I need, I need to go to the uh, Wolfen catacombs. Do you know where that is? <clears throat> And why are you asking about the Wolfen catacombs? Why do you question my companion? Simply give us a map and do not chit My lord, back. I, I did not see you there. Of course, if if, if the Wolfen catacombs is is, is where you first wish to all, go. First of all, with advantage, why don't you make a little intimidation check for me, Baston? Ooh, yeah. It's got to be quite oh, substantial yeah. advantage as she thinks he's her god. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> creator. However, as you know, Ben, the Wolfen catacombs are very much outside her purdue. 17. Yeah. I mean, David, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know that. So uh, <laughs> that's probably why I, that's probably why I, I offered no resistance. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't notice I, me by which I mean to say, my lord, that I was so blinded by your radiance that it uh, it, it may as well uh, have been darkness if that makes sense. So where are these Fulfin catacombs? Uh, she takes a little um, map of... Actually, it's a sort of a weird map of um, sort of, you know, plenary indulgent arches and the architecture of the city, which you now see is sprawling around the Balanox and it's on the side of it in a beautiful cursive script is the words New Islandar and she makes a little mark on a series of viaducts off the side of the Balanox to the northeast of the city. How many days' walk is this? <laughs> About 20 minutes. So I oh. guess 0. 0.03. <laughs> do, do you need help with scale? Is that the issue? There's a little There's a little thing down the bottom that shows the scale. Oh, I didn't see the little thing down the bottom. Sorry. It says 0, 100, 200, but it doesn't say what the, the unit is, so I wasn't feet, sure if it was... So. It's, it's oh, feet. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Brother Bedford wow. is like, sorry, you thought the city was... Was thousands and thousands of miles across. Now this is why we don't let fours in. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know where I come from. Ugly people are actually often um, uh, smarter. So that's that's just a little thing about where I'm from. Mm, kooky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you leaving? Uh, As yeah, you go, go to walk. leave, um, Brother Bedford, noticing that Baston is leaving with you, goes, uh, uh, but, uh, my lord, you will be back for the grand sermon. We have started the process of rejecting the trollers. When they find out that we are not paying our tithes, they will come down on this basilica harshly. 
Fear not, I shall return and take care of all that ails this wound. He visibly city. relaxes and breathes out in relief as you all leave. And I assume head to the Old Wolfen Catacombs? Yay. All right. Do as it. you get closer, you start noticing, you get your landings a little bit bobby you, you start noticing it's very strange because obviously this is now a very urban area but by the feel of the sunlight and the wind and even a little bit just by the position of the suns and the relative position of the balanox you realize that you are close to what used to be the old wolfen villages where you trained at what seems like a lifetime ago and near the caves that the wolfen you um built much of their secret sort of training grounds and spaces and hidden spaces under the forest, you can see now that there are large, almost industrial um, ramps descending into what looks like a maze of old industrial spaces underneath the Balanox. Filthy, with the same Icarus grime as everything else, some of the, well, all of the natural beauty of this place kind of completely destroyed and they lead off into the dark and you notice that although there are a few of the people of this of new island are walking around people seem to be giving these tunnels a wide berth and scrolled on the side in graffiti is the same strange red x mark freezer that you have on your letter mm, okay well let's head to that then you're gonna go in let's go inspect inspect the mark it's just been graffiti. It's graffitied on the side. Okay, yeah, let's go in there. All right, so you head down the ramps into the dark, and very quickly it becomes very, very dark. So I'll cast uh, my light cantrip there okay. just to illuminate a little bit. Using the magic mirror nice. that you have, your new focus from the Laroon siblings, you light blossoms out instantly, uh, illuminating the space and making it very obvious from a distance that you guys are descending in, but now you can see very clearly... It's got a kind of uh, steps down into a subway feel, if that kind of makes sense. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Like steps. Oh, okay. Like like you go down to a subway. Oh, you yeah. guys have seen like steps he's... before? You understand yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. No, All right. I've seen a subway, but what are those things called? How you get to the subway? That's, I don't they're know steps. Uh, those are steps, Alex. It's, it's, oh, those I, ones it's, steps. I never... It's like it. Like a ramp, but it's like square. Yeah, it's a bumpy you ramp. Have you ever corners. been down a bumpy ramp? ramp with it's like corners. a corrugated ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bump ramp. Oh, like a like a ruffles. Very chip. much yeah. like a ruffles chip. Oh, right. Very much like, like a, a really chip. big ruffles chip. Yeah. Crinkle cut to absorb more oil. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, okay. The industrial shape of these fucking steps soon gives way to natural tunnels as you continue, and it seems abandoned. And you can see these are high vaulted roof tunnels, and above you, the light of Frizo's magic illuminates still the ancient carvings that you recognize, Bobby as carvings made by Wolfen war pups um, before they take their combat trials. They come in here and they mark their names so that the walls never forget and that the tribe never forgets them. And those are still there in the naturally hewn stone as you work further and further into the Balanox and the city seems to fade away behind you before it opens up into a large cavernous space that you do not recognize that is clearly has been excavated recently. And in the middle of it, is a stone ziggurat with burning torches on either side of it and a large cavernous archway that leads into a central space. The air here is increasingly feeling sinister and all of you are getting the sense, although you can't see anyone, that you are being watched. Um, I just shout out 
Hey. <laughs> what you got there? Secret society? Pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> there is silence and then a voice booms out and says, What you got there, friend? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little magic light. Cool. That's all I got. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then there's a shifting noise as you realize as an, as an illusion of what was the entryway fades away to reveal a trap um, that is set into the side of the stonework, which then opens up as the defenses of the ziggurat open and grinds into a portal that you can enter Dave, inside. Dave, I, th- I, think, I think this question is like six years too late, but, you know, I'm in my mm. car, so fuck it. What's a ziggurat? Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've used cigarettes many seasons before. Well, I've got this, Dave. A ziggurat is just a pyramid, but in, instead of being smooth, it's got those things. Oh, you like a Dorito. Are you describing called? like a Dorito? It, yeah. yeah. Have like you a, heard of steps? Do you understand? Yeah, like yeah. a ramp, but like on edges? That's a ziggurat. Wait, is it a crinkle cut pyramid? It's a crinkle cut pyramid. Yeah, crinkle cut pyramid. You know how usually steps would go down to a subway? Yeah. What if they went up? <laughs> To the top of a thing. Okay. <laughs> I just presumed he was mispronouncing cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, he's a fantasy that the cigarette. <laughs> so I said that Cyber Tokyo, the horizon, was flanked, flanked by chrome ziggurats. Yep, yep. Ziggies in the sky, baby. Flying barriers in the future. <laughs> the, the, the detective parted the parallel binds and lit up a cigarette. <laughs> the portal seems cool. to be full of a smoky substance that doesn't seem... Yep, that'll be the to cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> to, to stop you from entering if you want to. Uh, but it's there's only space for people to enter one at a time. So one of you is going to have to go in first. Uh, I'll go in first. Sure, why Okay, Frizo, you walk in through the smoke and as you do you find yourself in a space whose internal geometry seems to not correlate to the ziggurat that you saw it's a large vaulted space with four balconies on either side and in those balconies you can see figures silhouetted high above you impossible to see them clearly but there must be dozens of them as in the center in a severe white suit stands another young man wearing wire-framed glasses with a little goatee as he looks at you. And as he says, welcome, brother, for you are home. Welcome to the temple of cutthroats and bakers. As he reaches out a hand towards you and to play Friso the 37th, Larco Pontiff of the Cult of the Frizomites. Please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Tom Cardi. Hey. You've come just at the right time, brother. <laughs> oh, have I just? Hello. <laughs> of course, of course. This is quite a special evening, quite a special. You've come alone, obviously. No, I haven't. I've come with my friends. <laughs> he says, as he says that, Phil just head pokes through the smoke and in a moment later all of the dragon friends sort of huddle in behind Frizo. Now it's clear that you're a Frizonian, but these people, these things, I'm not exactly sure. Are they part of the cause? I vouch for them. Okay, well, that's good enough for me. Come on in. <laughs> you look like a friend. So he's wearing, as I well, said, a severe white suit. Um, you realise that the the beard and stuff is kind of reminiscent, a copy of a copy of a copy of Frizo's own uh, facial hair. And uh-huh. he and the glasses similarly opposed. So this is the leader of their faith. 
the and this entire conversation, as I said, is being watched. Your voices carry because of the architecture of the space upwards, but nobody else is talking, and nobody seems to be protecting this figure. It seems like he can look after himself. Obviously, you're starstruck. Does he kind of look like Tony Stark? <laughs> yeah, it's like half Tony Stark, half um, Frizo. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> You're obviously very uh, dumbstruck by my incredible facial hair. Yeah, yes, it, yes, yes. It it is the one and the same as the glorious Frizo King, uh, God of Thieves. Or all, all praise him. Yes, <laughs> you can touch it if you'd like. You can try. Uh, <laughs> oh, try. Pl- pl- please try and touch my face. <laughs> okay, I'll touch your face. Oh, done a little swoop there, <laughs> King of Secrets. Oh, God. It's thieves, actually, Tom, but you're doing great. (laughs) Oh, God, it's hard to play piano. Let me tell you, I swear playing piano and doing this the last time was a lot easier. (laughs) I just love the try and touch my face, Gambit. (laughs) And just, what, you can't. There's a tittering. Uh, There is a high-pitched laugh (laughs) from all the balconies as he swoops back. As he smiles at you, uh, and he he goes on to say, Welcome, Pilgrim. We sensed you when you entered the city. You do not know it yet, but you are one of us, and in time, you too will learn to serve the secrets of the great Frizo. May there always be a Frizo. And and suddenly, voices do ring out as they say, May there always be a Frizo. (laughs) Can I say, Dave, they add... Never forget what he did for us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, everyone. Uh, listen, I've, I've got... Um, thank you all for coming here. Thank you for letting me in. I've got a bit of an announcement to make. Um, so if you could all just listen up for a second. Um, this is quite strange for a newcomer to enter and d- discuss with everyone, but I'll allow it because there's you. something about you that's reminiscent of a Frizo. Um, thank you, Your Honour. Uh, I just wanted to let you all know that I'm actually the person you worship. So, in many ways, I'm your god. Um, but don't worry, I've been a god before and I've got a lot of experience with it, so, you know. I can't help but feel that your non-interventionist policy on local religion crumpled pretty quickly when you found a physical cult of your being. (laughs) Whatever happened to you, you weren't going to be part of it. A man must have a code. And in this instance, the code is achieve the ends that you want. Now, uh, everyone, uh, so everyone, hello? Is everyone there listening? What I need from you is access to a lodestone. So can you help us fund one, please? The moment you say that, the kind of... And there was a bit of mirth and, and reverence in the room. Suddenly it gets incredibly chill and once you say that you are Frizo, the kind of welcoming figure of the Larco Pontiff, his expression clouds over and becomes very cryptic 
as he stares intently at you and any welcoming trace of a welcoming smile on his face disappears. It takes one thing to pretend to be the Frizo, mm-hmm. but another thing to speak of the, lo- the, the stone. All right, look. Look, obviously you need a bit of proof that I'm Frizo. Frizo number 37, come here. Okay. I'm standing right it's next to you, It's not Frizo number so 37. stupid thing to it's say. Frizo the 37th, whose father sure. was Frizo right. the 36th and so on. Now, uh, Frizo, lie down on the ground for a second. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> lie down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I won't do that. Am I right in saying yeah, that I would do something are, like I think that. you are, you are... <laughs> I would right. encourage you to continue practicing bodily autonomy, Tom, if you can. <laughs> this is a strange man who's walked into your temple. <laughs> I I think I think you don't let me prove to you that I'm I'm Frizo. Do you want to make a persuasion check? Okay. But how can I persuade him? Yes. Um, yeah, and tell me tell me how you're persuading him. You haven't given any proof yet. You've just told the head of a religion to lie down on the floor in front of you, in front of everybody in his church. I mean, this guy doesn't even walk like a freezer. Am I right, everyone? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, he doesn't walk like a... Hey, by the way, I didn't know that anybody could just get up and sort of say something. Um... That's not... Because when, when I joined, I sort of had a little thing I wanted... You know what? It's fine. It's not the time. We... I gotta say, I gotta say, Jeb, we gave you your five minutes, and you had everyone's attention, and you blew it. Okay, well, I didn't, I didn't it blow it. The acoustics are really bad, and um, you I did don't s- have a problem with the acoustics. I could hear everything really well. Well, see exactly. He's all the way up the back as yeah, well. Yeah, Tim, you're always him. up the back, and you're always sniping. You're and always... I hear everything. I hear everything, and I see you, Jeb. I see you. Oh, look, if you wanted the role of assistant treasurer, you should have run for it fair and square. But you missed the meeting, Could didn't I, hey, you? Sorry. Guys, just to tap the brakes on this fun little riff we're having here, I know we're all doing... I just think that as we're playing the game, what we need to do is respect the characters we're all playing. And I think if these people are all acolytes of the Frieza religion, they're probably a little bit cooler. <laughs> no, I think we've got their coolness level pretty much bang on. Yeah, I think, are you sure? I, I don't we, think we, we don't need any recalibration on the coolness. No, I, um, think I will say, exact- sorry, I will say that... Um, that uh, one of one person says uh, the, the argument between uh, Jeb and Tim dies down, and one person from the darkness says, "I killed a dog on the way here." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As we all did, Haroo! Never forget what he did for us. What he did for us. Okay, make a persuasion roll, King. All right, uh, Dave, I'm I'm going to do a persuasion roll. Don't explain to me how this works. I will come for you. uh, What's that? (laughs) 11 plus my persuasion, which is 6, so 17. Okay, knowing that he is safe, that the the safeguards of his, that his title affords him means that he is protected, he looking somewhat awkward and trying to regain the room before it descends into farce and chaos. Yeah. He approaches you. Say farts and, and chaos. <laughs> slowly hiking up his kind of beautiful trousers, and you can see like snake skin shoes. It's a strange look. It's a, there's a lot. It's a lot of look. He mm. kneels down in front of you, but he does so with a look of open defiance in his face as he gives you a, the chance that you're asking for. No, uh, no. Just, just for this trick to work, you've got to lie down, did you, face did down. You say trick. Uh, yep. 
trick. Is the seventeen gonna get me face down, Dave? And then, no, the, I, and then I from the it. peanut gallery, you hear you hear murmurs of trick, trick. But did our Lord not hate magicians? <laughs> yes, he was one against prestidigitators, of course. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get him to lie down, but he he he. All right, fair enough. All right, Dave, I roll, I attack him with my nine live steeler sword. Uh. Uh, and Freezer just yells, there can only be one! And he rolls a... Oh, shit! I'm not even fucking around. That, that right there is a natural 20, right? That sucks. A nine... nine I'm showing it to you in the camera so you don't think I'm fucking around. Um, A nine life stealer sword, so that immediately kills anyone. Yeah, Tom, I know um, you were very excited to play this character. (laughs) Michael... But he got to say, it was exciting to uh, have a, have a bit of a go playing a character. <laughs> it was it was a bit of fun. I, you, I, Tom, Tom, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't expect to roll a twenty. It happens so rarely that, um, but unfortunately, like as you know, you've just got to play the dice. No, um, I get it. I was like, I, can I tell you, I fully intended to do a South African accent when I came on, and I and I, I screwed it because I was thinking so much about the scale. Reedy, so reedy limbs flailing. He quickly draws his sword and stabs it through the neck of the Laco Pontiff, who is protected, as I said, by formidable magic and engrammatic wards, but none of them as magical as old magic of old Theros as it takes effect and stabs through his neck as he looks at you in your eyes. And then suddenly a strange expression changes in the Laco Pontiff's face as you see what looks like Pain and terror turn into exultation and blessed relief as he works his body forward, the sword going deeper and deeper into his neck as the hushed peanut gallery all stare at the murder of their priest as he finally drags himself up towards you, Ping, and whispers into your face, there will always be a Frizo and dies on your blade. Okay, well, um, so now you've all seen me kill uh, Frizo the 37th. Um, I guess, theoretically, I'm Frizo 38, but in actual fact, I want to remind everyone I'm Frizo number one, I'm here with the other dragon friends, and again, I need your help finding a lodestone. So if you can all get to work doing that, that'd be great. Thank you so much. As you say that, slowly clapping, a figure that looks like quite a tall figure steps out of the shadow but as he walks towards you you realize it's a trick of the light and he's actually quite small he's dressed in the universally recognizable outfit of a grand vizier and he's wearing a black suit he's a goblin with large ears as he claps his hands and walks towards you Frieza, while everybody in the galleries above waits to see what he will do uh Hi there! What you got there? A sinister looking face? You, to, you need another catchphrase. Surely there's another catchphrase. Um, why change it now? <laughs> there's, something, there's something very familiar, but it's hard to place about this goblin, I will say. And he's, he's very uh, well put together. Uh, hello, Mr. Goblin? Uh, Mrs. Goblin? Uh, Mr. Mr. Don't uh, look, hello. talk anymore. Why, why? Well, um, I'll give you one reason why you shouldn't talk and then we can kind of go from mm-hmm. there. We've got mm-hmm. guards um, all up around that gallery with weapons trained on the four of you right now. Sorry, being very rude here. Haven't introduced myself properly. My name is Gribbets 
Uh, I Grimmets. am the vizier. Grimmets! Excuse me? Grimmets! That's what I said, yes. I am the... Grimmets, it's us! What? We're the dragon friends. It's us. I'm... You remember, I'm Friezo. This is Bobby. You know Bobby. Say hello, Bobby. Hi. Yeah, and Filch. Hey, Grub Grub. Yes, I'm, yeah, I'm, and, and, and Bastard. I'm, I'm aware. By the way, he doesn't Gribbets. say he's Gribbets. He says he's Gribbins. I just realised. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we stand by. It's an alternate universe. It's okay, a tiny right. little wrinkle in time made, made sure. Mrs. Gribbins decide okay, to call him he's that. He's Gribbits in this world too. Okay. Oh, Gribbits, you don't know this. You don't know this, but you're actually our lawyer. And I, I know you don't feel like our lawyer, but you're actually our lawyer. Hmm. Yeah, see, I don't buy any of that. I'm not a lawyer. I'm a very, very powerful man in this city, uh, and you should speak to me as such. Yeah, no, for, honestly, honestly, it, it's a lot to take in, but in the real world, you're our lawyer. Now, I want to point out, he's not. He's it's dressed as in a kind of vizierish, bureaucratic robes. He's not dressed like any of the other Frizomites in their kind of strange white suits and cowls. Instead... He's wearing a very severe black suit. It has a very non-ecclesiastical look about it. If anything, it's more reminiscent of the uniforms that the guards were wearing that you saw earlier. Now, I'm aware of these names, obviously. Every child in the world is aware of these names. I'm also aware, by the way, of a lot of crazy people who go around claiming to be them. Now... Totally. I, I totally get yeah. that. Yeah, that's not what this is, okay, though. Okay, sure. That's not what this is. Uh-huh. This is real. Sure, yeah. <laughs> are, you holding, are you holding a sword through the wrecked and dead body of a major head of faith in this city? Yeah, I guess. Or I'm holding his head or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just something normal. Just something that a crazy person wouldn't do. I know it. Look, look. No, I know what this looks like. This looks like I'm a... I get it. Yeah. I know what this looks like. This looks well, like... Well, it both a, looks a, a and is bad. It's one of those things that both looks and is bad. <laughs> Or looks bad but is good. You think about that. As the, he says that, he's fiddling with what looks like a, a wand, and he and he suddenly rotates a part of it, and there is a click, almost like a gun being cocked, and you hear a grinding noise behind you as the stone portal grinds close, and a tiny wisp of smoke escapes as you are sealed into the tomb, and lights shine down on, true to his word, figures that were concealed in the shadows above you near the galleries, each of them holding what looked like wicked repeater crossbows, trained on all of you. Well, hmm. uh, quick dragon huddle. Um, guys? Oh, take your okay. time, I really, sure. Yeah. I really, guys, I really thought this would go differently, if I'm honest. Phil's mm-hmm. um, just so like I, pushes I, the head of the <laughs> other freezer <laughs> just out of the way. Um, I feel like, I feel like, honestly, can I, can I speak openly to you guys? I feel sure, like man. I've, Always. I feel like I've really messed up this time. I honestly thought that if I killed this me, time. that yeah. they would really kind of respect that power and that they would come around mm. to our way of thinking, which is that we're gods. Right. And unfortunately what's happened is they're quite mad at me for killing the head of their religion. Well, you know, we don't own religions you know these things are a thousand years old yeah and, totally uh, and they totally. don't you know they don't know us like like yeah. we know each other they only based on Gosh. our time when we went yeah. back there they don't know the, all the stuff we don't excuse me this gas in this cave is very noxious oh. now at, oh, as i said smoke. the acoustics in this place are bordering on magical <laughs> 
So this oh, conversation yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> is spiraling up to the balconies uh, of these Frizos who are suddenly seeing what is probably the most interesting, um, like, inaugural entrant of a new member of the faith that they've ever seen. And another one of the figures pipes up at this point and he goes, It is true if he. We all saw him slay, slay the Frizo. He does have rights to the title and, and a figure of a very old figure on a, on a white suit leans down and, and says, this is, this is blasphemy. This is our temple, Gribbets. You have no power here. And who are you? Sorry, mate. He, you didn't introduce yourself. I am the law master of this temple. My name is not important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every name important. It's a stupid name. You don't want to hear it. Oh, what, what do you mean? Oh, no. I have sure. as much status as I'm likely to have in this scene now while you don't know my name. If you hear my name, I'm only going to lose stature. And, and no, Gribbets, we all want to Gribbets know. says, oh, old cock fingers, be silent. <laughs> no, Gribbets. You know the law and you know the lore. Uh, he says, and are says, you, are you, uh, "Sorry, that was. This is hard because this is spoken. Were, were you <laughs> cockfingers? Were you w. saying the law with a W and then with an O R E? Yeah, it's good. Good shit, huh? Yeah, but it's not. Doesn't work out loud. No, but you got it. You got it. Yeah. It, and now you're making a big deal about it. It was just. It was. It was fine. It doesn't hold up to scrutiny, but whatever. I. You're. You're absolutely right. This is. This is your show, or I suppose the show of any motions to the dead body. Uh, but listen, do you really want me to go back to my boss and say, oh my God, there's, you know, because here's what I'd say. Here's what I'd say. I'd go to my boss and I'd say, you know what? Uh, you know, we, we're really trying very hard with the Frizoites, uh, Frizomites, sorry. I get, uh, get really muddled up. You know, uh, we're trying to make peace with them. Probably not worth it. Let's just, you know, be done with them. Is that really, Cockfingers, something that you want me to take upstairs? Oh, so wait, you're not part of, you're not part of that group, Gribbons? <laughs> No, I, I, I have to keep a, uh, uh, a detachment, which is both my job and also my preference. These are a bunch of freaks. And by detachment, <laughs> and also my men who are currently arrayed around you. Huh, okay. What your, what your religion yeah, which, which, which religion are you, Grim? I am unaligned. He's a reasonist. He's a, oh, what you think you're too good for some gods? Grimmins huh? is a reasonist, which yeah, the the the, car, the troller is as well. The the age of reason and order. What is he like? The is he like the the Christopher Hitchens of this world? Oh yes, I believe in the <laughs> flying spaghetti monster. He says <laughs> in a horrible little voice. <laughs> He's a 2009 <laughs> internet atheist. <laughs> Grimmins, I have an idea. What about if we waterboard you and you change your mind really quick? <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> I have a, a, another... Have anyone seen the video of Christopher Hitchens um, being very pro-waterboarding and then being waterboarded and then immediately being very anti-waterboarder? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a second idea, says um, Cockfingers. <laughs> Padre Cockfingers. <laughs> we shall hold the freezer mite the new Frizo for you. We shall hold him here in the cellars below the catacombs. You can report to your master, but if it is true that they seek the lodestone, then I would think we have a mutual interest in finding out why. Do you not agree, Mr. Gribbets? Yes, 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 of course I agree. Now look, 
Oh, I'm gonna jump in, guys. Uh, I've got actually a pretty important. We should uh, lock them in the catacombs, and we will return tomorrow. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, honestly, that's not gonna work for us. Like Filch, Bobby, We're that's really not gonna yeah. work for us, is it? We got stuff going yeah. on. I mean, me anti-religion, but now me getting a little taste of these guys, and me gotta say, me in serious. fact, <laughs> Mr. Gribbets, I can't. We can't waste that. In time fact, Mr. Here. Gribbets, it occurs to me that if they are curious of the lodestone, they may be able to rouse our other guest to spread to give us a few words about its location. Mr. Banknote has still not spoken for several days. Perhaps we shall place them in the same cell. Oh, yeah, that's good. I like that. That's good because I've got my stuff in the other cell and I didn't want to have to clear it out, you know. Yeah, you have, a... to, you have to move that stuff, by well, the way. Well, uh, no, we've discussed this. You said you said you were you said you said were getting a shipping container <laughs> yep, organised and I've you needed a place. I've spoken to Tim about it. I've spoken to... Look, I, Sorry, I spoke... Gribbets, Gribbets, why did you have to move out of your place? Did, did, did you have a breakup? Is that what happened? Well, it's a... He had a very bad breakup, yes. It's a separation. Yes. It's just a, it's a... It's a sort of... We're just taking some... She look, doesn't respect him. Do you know The what? reason she doesn't respect him Mm. is because his children don't respect him. That's the fucked up thing. <laughs> she can sense it. You know, she sees him with the children and she doesn't respect him. All of this. You know what? Sorry, I don't Dave, even want to get sorry. into this. Hang on. <laughs> is, that how you think, is that how you think adult relationships That's work? how this one works. That's how this yeah. one works. Yeah. You know what? He really, he really, you know, I didn't, I didn't even need to explain myself to you guys, but yeah, look, we're going through a bit of a rut, fluff patch. My kids found out that I was recording a fantasy podcast in my chariot. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, they couldn't look at me in the eye. Look, all my stuff is in the other cell, all right? All my stuff is there. So put them in with banknote. You got rowing machines? Yes, my yeah. rowing machine's in there. Oh, and your unicycle? And my, and my vinyls. <laughs> Both records and my Funko Pop collection. <laughs> <laughs> there is a hum and a grinding of granite on granite as rearranging itself some of the balconies shift up counterweighted by others which shift down and four of these guards with these bright chrome repeater crossbows arrive and you can see that they are powerful powerful looking three men and an orc as they indicate for you to follow them down into the catacombs can we can, just quickly? I'm just doing a perception check, Dave, just to see how powerful they these people. Like, do they look super powerful? They look. They, I rolled a thirteen. I rolled a fifteen. They, they look quite powerful. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget <laughs> okay. as well that crit critically, Gribbets has with this wand that he's holding has sealed you into this place. Okay. Well, I guess okay, we. Can I whis whisper to Freezer? Freezer, we gotta get to Lodestone. We gotta get in towards the big floating pyramid. Yeah. So if they want, if they're interested in us, then we're a little bit closer. Okay, okay, let's go to this. Um, let's go to this. Uh, let's go to this Kennard storage <laughs> unit then. <laughs> no, nobody's going to the storage unit. You're going to the one next door. Uh, I want to make that very clear, Cockfingers. That that don't. That, that's my stuff. You put them in with the other guy, with the blue fella. And picture, if you will, two cells lying deep underneath the surface of the world. One of them containing the ephemera of a wasted goblin's life, a rowing machine, vinyls, piles upon piles of Funko Pop miniatures, and a pinball machine that doesn't work that he bought 
took too much money that he says he's going to restore one day, but currently has not. And in the very next cell next to them, the emaciated figure in a ragged shirt and burnt cravat of an Asimar artificer standing stoically, chains connecting his wrists to the bars in front of him, a thousand yard stare in eyes that have been unmoving for a day and a half, grimly waiting the figure of one known to the dragon friends that even now approach him. It is a different time. It is a different place. It is a different part of the multiverse and yet fates have a way of colliding. That which is meant to collide, such is the ways of the weave, such is the ways of the strands and the ebb and flows of fate, and such is the way it seems inevitably of the souls that we call the dragon friends. Thank you! The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Griner, and Michael Hing. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments and short-lived NPCs by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan is our producer. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and this episode was recorded from our homes in this upsettingly long return to the age of isolation. Until next time. Friendship is forever, friendship never ends, it doesn't matter what time you're in, you're still a dragon friend! A fucking dragon friend! Should I put my seatbelt on? Should, is, are we, should we... If you, that, if, Strap in. Ben, if, you, if you feel that that's going to help, you record this from a car parked outside your house. Is your car in a garage or is your car on the street? My car is on the street. And what I really should have done is just is just move my car somewhere that's not where it, I live. You know yeah, what I mean? Someone quiet. Yeah. You honestly look like a man who's making his last recording before he goes to the capital insurrection. <laughs> Someone's gonna like. It's not gonna tell me what to do. I'm doing this for Mo. Yeah, this is this is Killdozer stuff. I I. <laughs> the vest doesn't help. Somebody take the vest. It's insane. Not help. Yeah, the vest. It's the vest. Do you, have, do you still have your it's fingerless gloves, Ben? <laughs> it's no it's, good, guys. And the street that I'm on, the street that I live on, is not like unbusy. It sort of leads to a lovely park no. where people sort of like to walk around at night, and so. There's a bit of traffic, and I would probably get away with it looking just like a meeting, but for two things. One, the handheld mic that I have, and two, you can't really see it, but I have a ring light um, because, because I didn't want to use my car's light because I, I didn't want to run down the battery and have to call the NRMA because I was recording a fucking podcast in my car. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.